Hi, it's Kasha McDaniel, and I am a home stager decorator, and you're listening to the Creative Home Podcast, where I talk about staging and decorating and all things associated with your home. So take a listen. Okay, good morning, everybody. Welcome to another Creative Home Podcast. My name is Kasha, and today we're going to talk about how to stage open shelves in a kitchen. Now, if you are lucky enough to have open shelves, or you may think unlucky, whichever one, (laughs) whichever category you'll fall into, um, but uh, if you have open shelves, meaning there's no doors covering it or anything like that, um, then when it comes time to selling your house, you really need to think about organizing what is on those shelves. So currently on my open shelves, um, I have cereal boxes, syrup, some random pictures that are too tall to fit in the cabinets, and then like my coffee, well, I don't drink coffee, if you know that, um, tea, tea accoutrements, if you my tea bar, if you will, on the bottom shelf that's um, easy to get to because my electric kettle is right there. So it has a bunch of different tea bags and honey and sugar and, and things like that. So um, yeah, right now it is a mess. It, it, <laughs> it should not look like that when I would have to, if I had to sell this house. Um, so what you would do is basically you don't want to show your everyday items, kind of like the same thing if you have, you know, a fridge in your kitchen and above the fridge, there's all the cereal boxes up there, right? Or other junk or something else that doesn't fit in the cabinets. Okay. You take all that stuff down. You don't want to show that stuff. Um, if you have like, um, alcohol up there above the fridge, um, yeah, start packing that stuff away, uh, because that's just clutter and that's what open shelves tend to get is look cluttered. So what you can do, so I have three shelves, what I would do on my shelves, like on the bottom shelf where I have the lots of mugs and, and tea stuff, I would probably just slim it down to four to six mugs. I have like 10 or 12 on there right now. So I'd cut it in half. I would pick uh, probably two boxes of tea bags and the honey in a sugar jar and that's it. So like half the stuff on there would be gone. It'd be packed away, put someplace else, whatever, you know, stashed in a cabinet or something like that. Right. Um, the second shelf where I have all the cereals, yeah, I'd get rid of all the cereals up there. I would stash those again, someplace else, Um, and if you want, you could put more, the more extra pretty mugs that you have up there or some, a decorative plant or a decorative plate, if you have something like that. Okay. And then on the top, I have some beer mugs and and things, and you could probably get away with those like glass pitchers and things like that. Something nice up there, but mine has one, two, three, four glass pitchers and like two beer mugs and a, a beer glass type of thing. So yeah, so that would be dwindled down to like half of that. Maybe I'll just leave just two pitchers up there and that's it. Um, so yeah, so basically you're trying to declutter those open shelves and make it look presentable. And the way you know if you did it right, if you take a picture of your kitchen, um, the whole kitchen, especially if you capture that part with the glass shell or the um, open shelves, and you take a picture of it, and then you stand back and look at the picture, like what does what stands out in my mind, um, or what do I see in the picture that just doesn't look right? It just kind of grabs your attention. It shouldn't technically. Um, and the other thing is, you, you know, obviously you've talked to you know 
staged your kitchen counters, don't have much on the counters, but if there's a mess on those open shelves, that's going to stand out and you don't want that to stand out. Okay. It kind of should be kind of part of the background, something kind of nice, but nothing cluttered like your countertops. Okay. So that's what we're talking about when it comes to staging open shelving of any kind. Um, whether it's in the kitchen, maybe you have it in your bathroom. Um, same thing with like bookshelves. There shouldn't be too much stuff on there, just enough to, you know, look like you use it, but not, you know, a whole lot. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, so for your German tidbit for today, I want to talk about uh, vaccines because <laughs> that is the biggest news going on around here. Um, and here in Germany, they're doing it just like the U.S. where they're vaccinating the older people and they're having really slow progress in my mind of, um, getting the older generation vaccinated. Um, and what we're finding out on base that we go to, they're one of the slowest bases in all of Germany and getting all the vaccinations out. We're like, what the heck is going on? So yeah, so we still haven't, my husband and I, we are not high risk. We're not obviously over 65 or anything like that, but you think the military and the civilians would get inoculated, right? No, we're a bit slow and they're telling us November and it's March. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not waiting till November because what's going on here is that they're having a vaccination passport. If you want to travel, which is one of the main reasons why we moved here for a couple of years was to travel and go see, you know, Prague and Italy, Venice, all the places. Well, in order to cross those borders, you either need to show that you had COVID in the last 90 days, because then you can't have gotten, you can't get COVID again, supposedly for the next 90 days, or you've gotten the shot. Well, guess what? I've got neither. So we can't travel across any borders or anything like that. And that's kind of a pain in the butt. We're like, look, I'll gladly take it. Just give me the shot. Um, so they're just really slow, slow rolling. But what we've heard some good news um, is that the German doctors, doctor's offices, um, are supposed to be getting their vaccinations in April. So my kids have to go to German doctors because we're not TRICARE or anything like that. We can't get healthcare on base because we're um, GS civilians. So yeah, and we're not retired because we were active duty military, but we didn't retire. We separated after 10 years. So we get no benefits there. Um, so we go to German doctors, which they're perfectly fine, and they speak English, which is fantastic. Um, but they're actually getting their shots supply supposedly in April, and they're supposed to today announce what date that's going to be to get the German doctors to get their vaccinations. So yeah, because at the German um, vaccination centers, even if we were available, you know, under 65 and, you know, the next group of people could go, we technically cannot because we're not German citizens. So we get cut out of that list. Then on base, it's based on active duty military, and they're taking forever to get through those for whatever reason. Their supply um, is just really low, like really low. Like I want to say they only get like 100 maybe in a week. I don't know. Something crazy like that. It's ridiculous. I know. I know. I'm venting. I'm sorry. But <laughs> it's just when you want to get something and you volunteer to get it, I'm like, come on, help me out here. So yeah, so... We're hoping that in April that we can get vaccinated so we can get back to traveling and go to fun places and take our kids on the experience that we want to take them and, you know, get them places. Just kind of like in the United States, when we get back, we've gotten kind of the travel bug, if you will, where 
now when we get back, the kids are like, well, we should go to Boston, you know, maybe try Philadelphia, go check out Charleston. I'm like, yes, definitely. You know, why haven't we gone there? Well, mainly because they were too little and they were just a pain in the butt. If you're a parent, you understand it was a pain in the butt to carry all the diapers, the formula, the, the drinks, the toddler stuff, the toys, everything. Well, now they're older um, and they don't require as much. They still need like books and electronics, but really, they're more self-sufficient and self-loading cargo, if you will, as the military calls it. Yeah, they're self-loading cargo. They can take their stuff with them. They take a backpack, load up with their, you know, toys or whatever they want to bring with them, their activity bag, as we call it, and away we go. You know, so we've been trying to do little day trips here and there. Um, like this past weekend, we went and did a marble run. We're in the woods um, just outside of our town, our city of Stuttgart. Literally on the hilltop, they have these 25 stations that someone built and built marble runs. And it looks like wood um, run, it looks like trees that they hollowed out like a track in the middle. And they some, some play music, some um, go down in a circle, some have little stops along the way. It's just really cool. So things like that, that you want to have your kids experience. And now the kids are like, well, can we have a marble run in our house when we get back? I'm like, oh gosh, you're going to have to build it. But you know what I mean, right? So it's just the fun activities, the things that they're going to remember, you know, it, it would be nice to get vaccinated and, and do all that. So I apologize for my rant, but I know some of you are totally against it and that's okay. You know, that's fine. Uh, but we want to get vaccinated so we can continue traveling and enjoy the time that we have left here in Germany for another year and a half before we head back to North Carolina and continue our adventures there. So, um, so yeah, so I hope that the tips on staging open shelves helps you out with getting your house staged. I know a lot of you are going to be thinking about putting your house in the market um, in the spring, the inventory is really low. So people are actually knocking randomly, like realtors and other people are knocking randomly on houses that aren't for sale and saying, hey, do you want to sell your house? And would give an offer right then and there. I'm like, what? Wow, that's just crazy. Oh my goodness. So yeah, so don't be, you know, just in case you get those kinds of um, knocks on your door, that'd be interesting to hear what, what went on with that one. But if you're looking to stage your house and you need help with just one room um, and versus a whole consultation, I do something called a staging snapshot where for $50, I will tell you exactly what needs to happen in that room, whether you need to move some furniture around, whether you need to add or remove items, and then give you color options for the wall if you need it. Okay? So for 50 bucks, check out staging snapshot. I'd love to help you if you have an awkward room and you just don't know what to do with it. Maybe you're a real estate agent and you can't figure out what to tell your clients, I'd love to help you out with that as well. So I hope you guys have a fantastic day and I will talk to you tomorrow.